Hey, this is Tommy, and you're listening to Volume Up. again recording a podcast without a script and doing it last minute well it's okay because i got my Lacroix and i got a cup of coffee you know if this podcast had any sponsor anytime it would be Lacroix. uh it's just yeah i've been this stuff has kept me hydrated for the past like three years of my life i love it some people hate it but LaCroix, man, it hits. It just hits different, you know? Well, there, there's a couple things I wanted, I wanted to talk about today. First off, there's one thing that I think is the single most worst response you can give to someone. Okay. Like, there, there's some circumstances where it works. But sometimes when you say, okay, it just sounds really rude. It shuts down the other person. And most of the time it's used of, it's used like, oh, okay, well, I don't care. I could tell you like, hey, the Orioles last, uh, the Orioles lost last week, which isn't a surprise. I don't know why I would pick that example. Okay, let's say, hey, the Mets lost last week. Okay. See how that kind of like rude and that shuts the other person down. They're like, oh, I'm just sharing about the Mets game, trying to start a conversation, but you're obviously not interested. And then there's an example of a circumstance where this works is if I'm mad at someone and they give me an excuse to brush that off, I can kind of be like, okay, like, why, why does that, why does that validate what you did wrong and why I'm upset at you? Uh, and more on the excuse part later, it just comes across as very rude. I can't tell you how many people I've met, um, where I'll be sharing about myself or I'll add something to a conversation. That's another example. I'll add to the conversation and the person I'm talking to or the one of the people in the conversation will just be like, okay. No other response. And my immediate thought is, uh, do, do, you not, do you not care? Was there something I said that wasn't interesting? Was there something I said that was weird? That's just, it's, this is all my opinion. And my opinion is that it's an overused response that can come across as just rude and dismissive and degrading in a way. But I, I mentioned earlier, there's this one example that I used for it about someone being mad at you and them giving you an excuse. I think there's a difference between giving a excuse and giving an explanation 
There's a difference between explaining yourself and excusing yourself. Again, this is all in my opinion. And what my opinion is, is that sometimes we don't allow others, when they're apologizing to us, to explain. Sometimes we're just like, and there are circumstances where that does work. That you should just say sorry and then not add anything else. But there are situations where something isn't totally your fault. Or there are circumstances that led to that happening. Like if a vase in the house broke, but it was caused from a chain of events that's not directly called to you, but you're taking responsibility for it. You can say, I'm sorry, this is how the vase broke. You're not making an excuse for how the vase broke. You're just explaining what happened to it. You're explaining the situation. That's not an excuse. It's just the truth of what happened. An excuse would be like, I didn't mean to break the vase. I didn't, like, it wasn't really my fault. Or, so let's see, what's another another example? Saying, uh, like shifting the blame onto another person, that's another example. Or you can say something like, I'm sorry I broke the vase, I was just trying to play around. Or, I just wasn't watching it that carefully. That That is excusing yourself. That is excusing yourself. But explaining yourself or explaining is telling the situation how it is. The other day, I'm not going to say who it was, but I met someone the other day who was rightfully, uh, someone who knew someone else, who was rightfully mad at me. And... I, and what I did in that situation was I didn't excuse myself. I just explained the situation of what happened that led to him being mad at me. And then the only reason why I explained to him why I did a certain thing, because he asked me, why did you do blank? And I'm like, oh, because I have a habit of blank. And it was through explaining that situation that he and I were able to come to peace with each other. And I think, we, in my opinion, we just get so caught up with that. If I'm mad at you, I don't want anything else but what I want to hear. But sometimes it's best to hear the situation. What happened? How did that car get hit? How did that vase become broken? How was your friend late? What were the... uh, Why he didn't do that precise thing you asked him to? And then you as a person, when it comes to those situations where you are in the wrong, or you have to take responsibility for something, to tell the situation how it is, 
but not to shift the blame from yourself. Because that's what a, an excuse ultimately is and at the end, is shifting the blame. I'm sorry, philosophers, I should have defined my terms at the beginning of this. But what I mean by excusing, or what I, I believe the root of it is, shifting the blame off yourself. And so if what you're saying is doing that, is not doing that, it's not shifting the blame off yourself, you're still taking full responsibility for it, then there's nothing wrong with talking about it. And if you feel like you need to explain the situation or it's the right thing to do, and the person is not letting you explain because they're just so like upset at you, that's on them. And if they want to continue to be upset at you, even though you're trying to, you're going to take responsibility anyway, that's on them. There's no reason why you should not want to hear what happened. There's a book by, uh, by this writer I read one time where he said, there's always a question why in every situation. You you see, you could come home, you could see a crash, uh, a a wrecked car in your driveway, and the question is always, who did it? The question is, what happened? And the person involved in that situation, or the person responsible for that situation, has the right to tell you what happened. And then, it's up to you on how you receive that. But don't expect them to be responsible for how you receive it, either. Well, guys, that's about all I uh, I had for you on this episode of Volume Up. Turning the volume up on something I'm a little bit more critical on that's been on my mind uh, the past couple of days. Uh, I dropped the album under the artist name Matchmaker. It's called Melodies of a Broken Heart. It's been out for over a week now. I was going to plug it on the last podcast, but with Noella, and uh, it didn't seem right because I was there to help promote her album and her music and her career. But I definitely think you should go uh, listen to Melodies of a Broken Heart. I worked for two months on that, and it's just six songs and an intro and an interlude mixed in there. I think it's worth the listen. And... In my opinion, a lot of people love the songs, but there's one song in particular that I think is underrated. Uh, Two songs, actually. The last two songs, I think, are underrated and underplayed. Uh, Those two are kind of my favorite on the album. So, but you're entitled to your own opinion. If you don't think they're a jam, you don't. Obviously, I think all the songs are jams because I wouldn't have put them out otherwise. All right, I've rambled long enough. Peace out, guys. God bless. And may your life uh, take you in places you could never imagine, but you are grateful they happened.